What's up, Crypt Nation? Listen very closely. Stop what you're doing. Pull over. Open your eyes. We have some of the biggest news to ever hit the streets of Crypt Nation. Uh, are you pregnant? I am not pregnant. <laughs> I am not pregnant. However, we are partnering with a company called BRD, and they are giving away one Bitcoin. Oh my God, that's an even greater gift. <laughs> a greater gift than my child. Yeah, well. <laughs> one Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. All you guys need to do to enter for your chance to win one Bitcoin, go to your app store, uh, Android or Apple. You download the BRD app. It's a wallet. It's got exchange functionality. You could track all your cryptos. Pizza Mine and I personally use this wallet. We wouldn't recommend it if we didn't. That's true. It's a big white B with a orange and pinkish background. You go ahead, you download that. Uh, you open it up. You generate your wallet. You will be prompted with a pop-up. Go ahead and click that pop-up for a golden ticket. And you will be entered automatically for a chance to win one whole Bitcoin. And what we'd love to do is to invite the winner onto the show to talk about their experience using the BRD app and what they're gonna do with their newfound wealth. So, Crypt Nation, if it's one of you guys, please reach out to us, whether it's Twitter or email. Uh, we would love to hear from you and we would love to bring you on the show. So everybody, good luck. Today we are joined by Stephen Lee, who is running strategy and marketing for a platform called Komodo. Uh, it's got one of the most active developer communities, and they've got really an amazing origin story. So we are going to be talking about some of their new mobile-first product releases, uh, the new Komodo Atomic Swap decks, and we are going to get Stephen's vision for the future. So Stephen, thanks for joining us today on Crypto 101. Thanks guys for having me. We are very excited to have you. And, and you know, there's a lot of exciting things going on over at Komodo. I know you guys are going through a big rebrand. But first, we want to acquaint the audience with who the heck you are. Basically, you know, what were you doing before crypto? Why did you choose to get into crypto? You know, what, what gets your gears going? Sure. So I joined Komodo um, March of last year. So it's been little over a year and a half now. Previous to Komodo, I actually worked in um, the enterprise tech industry. So most former employer was uh, Hewlett Packard Enterprise. Previous to that, I've worked at um, a host of other Fortune 1000 tech companies. Very nice. And then, you know, what was it about crypto that, that you know, made you want to make the jump from, uh, you know, normal software and enterprise stuff to this new, this new movement? Well, that's a, actually a funny story. So, you know, I first heard about Bitcoin, I think back in 2012, um, had a couple of friends try to win me over into investing in Bitcoin at that early stage. You know, at that time, I didn't know anything. Uh, admittedly, I, you know, laughed off crypto. Bitcoin didn't make sense to me. Um, and it wasn't, I think, until 20, late 2016, early 2017, um, I had another group of friends um, who were heavily invested in crypto. Um, I actually, this time, I actually read the white papers, I read about the technology. Um, and it's at that point when you read actually about the technology, not about, you know, how much money you can earn or, you know, make, um, that's when it really clicked to me that this is a emerging technology field. Um, and something that I was excited about at that time. Sounds really cool. I also got in it for the tech and I would say that I'm still here for it. But you guys are undergoing a marketing rebrand. Uh, why? When I first joined Komodo, um, we had a very limited website. There was no messaging. 
limited documentation. The major motivating factors behind doing a rebrand is not just from a marketing angle, right? People get confused because you see a lot of times in, in this industry where a rebrand means, hey, this is a good time for me to invest. This is a good time to go in and see some price action. For us, it was a totally different uh, motivating factor. For us, it was at that time, people had an understanding of Komodo as a privacy coin, which we no longer were. And the other issue was that we never really had a real marketing organization. Right? So um, the rebrand itself is not like, I don't want people to misunderstand and think that this is only a new logo, you know, some new graphics and a new visual identity, right? It's much more than that. We've, we've worked very hard internally to, you know, restructure our organization, um, revise our roadmap, um, and really solidify what our vision would be. You know, what is your vision uh, for the crypto industry? Also specifically, what's your vision for where Komodo will be in five years? Enterprise adoption, right? Coming from the enterprise, um, I think if we get more legitimacy around enterprises adopting blockchain technology, um, that's of course good for the industry, um, but less emphasis on profit making. I think that, that that's the thing that bothers me the most is that this industry is very unique. And although it kind of resides in emerging technologies, it, it's its its own beast, right? Last year, we saw a lot of projects die. We saw a lot of promises being made and not being delivered on. And at Komodo, what we, we value is being able to provide a platform that will enable our customers to build whatever they want, right? And not be tied to the platform itself. And so I think that that's a critical step is that projects um, that are evaluating platforms do understand the importance of being independent um, and having a pathway to future growth. As someone who's been in the space for quite a while, you've seen a ton of evolution occur. Where do you think the next shift is going and how's Komodo taking advantage of it? Interest in the multi-chain approach, right? Um, there's Cosmos, there's Polkadot, um, there's Nulls, there's a lot of other projects that are coming up um, that are trying to solve the challenges um, that a lot of the first generation platforms ran into. And so I think that that's the first step. The critical first step is that we solve all the limitations and challenges that have plagued the, the industry, but um, we also need to work together, right? And so that's another thing, that a heavy you know, principle in Komodo is that we are an open ecosystem. We're not just an open source software, but we are an open ecosystem, an open platform, meaning that we will give our customers all the tools, right, to build whatever they want. Um, and then we hope that they will improve the overall technology stack and contribute back. And all these contributions can be shared, right? And so that that's kind of why we also give everybody the ability to build their own blockchain. Um, and in fact, Komodo is the only platform that allows our customers to even scale to become their own platforms. I feel like the next step that, and the next logical step that has to take place is collaboration. Right. Because we've got this one company over here that's built the wheels. We've got this other company over here that's built carburetors. We have another company that's built mufflers, another built an engine. Instead of just reinventing the same thing over and over, which seems like happened a lot uh, the past couple of years, and people kept trying to compete uh, in terms of transactions per second. But it's like, okay, we already have that, you know, we need to start putting these different pieces together to build something that is really, really amazing and just take the best of the best and openly share it with everyone. And that's exactly what, you know, 
is the whole point of Antara, right? So the Antara framework is our smart contract technology. And unlike Ethereum, you're not introducing an external smart contract through an EVM, right? For us, what we're doing is we're enabling developers to create their own custom code and insert that into a module that runs on chain. But at the same time, Komodo is looking at what are all of the blockchain services that you know a lot of these smart contract projects are looking to build out. Let's do them a favor and build these services within a library that everybody in our ecosystem has access to. That That's kind of an ongoing project. And so the Antara Composer is our first product for the Antara framework. And what the Composer is, is basically a web application where you can go, uh, name, your, name your chain, define your supply, set a host of different parameters and customization options. You click a button and that chain is spun up on AWS in under a minute with all the infrastructure you need to operate it. And so the integrity of the Komodo team is, is something that, and James especially, right, our founder and lead developer, he does not chase money, right? Profit is secondary to adoption. Our mission has always been to accelerate the adoption of blockchain technologies. And that's why we give you your own chain, right? That's why we allow you to fully benefit from the platform and not have to pay a tax not have to pay gas, right? Um, the other thing is that's why we get the white label tools as well, right? We don't want you to spin up a blockchain and then spend another year developing a wallet. Day one, you will have a multi-coin wallet supports 90% of the coins out there and has integrated DEX capabilities, right? So that's how we truly build an ecosystem. You, you give them all the tools to build their own ecosystems, right? but still be tied to a greater cause, right? And that's what we believe at Komodo, is that we're trying to really enable anyone to adopt blockchain technology. That's pretty badass. I mean, Pizza Mind is much more of a developer than I am, but uh, I see him over here with a big old smile on his face, jaw dropped. <laughs> and that's because I'm not a developer, but the fact that you're giving me a tool where I can have my own chain and not code from scratch is right. amazing. Yeah, and that, that that was the idea, right? We wanted to serve all different markets, right? So if you if you're experienced with blockchain, it makes the setup even easier for you, right? You you get the operational blockchain and you also get the the white label tools. So we offer, you know, an explorer. Um in the future we will also offer a white label version of our multi coin wallet that has an integrated atomic swap DEX. We also offer SPV on demand and um, other infrastructure you know hosting options as well and so you know we we like to give the whole tool chest to um, these developers and these projects and these startups um, which also allows them though to focus on accelerating their development the whole goal of the komodo platform is to understand what were the challenges what were the limitations of these first generation platforms how do we solve that and how do we give back to the developers and and the projects, the ability to control their own infrastructure projects and their own destinies, right? I love that mindset because to me, it sounds like, uh, you know, Komodo is very selfless in the sense that you guys are ushering in application developers and you guys seem like you have the mindset of a rising tide really lifts all boats. And kind of in, in that spirit, you know, I've got another 
kind of a follow-up question to that, but you know, what's another company in the crypto space or another, you know, currency that you really, really admire? So I, you know, I really admire like Cosmos, um, Polkadot, any, any project that's really pushing for interoperability. Cause that's another thing that the industry needs, right? Uh, the last thing we need are 40 different platforms that are all copycats of each other, right? Right, because essentially you're creating a it's it's vendor locking, right? Basically, right. So you you have all these closed platforms where you have to raise capital in their currency, you have to pay gas fees, right, and you have to wait for updates when the core development team releases them, right? With Komodo, it's your chain, right? So if you want to go off, let's say even leave the ecosystem. You're entitled to do that, right? If you want to incorporate your own custom code, Antar Framework allows you to do that. If you want to spin up another test chain, you can do that. Uh, that that's the beauty of the multi-chain architecture is that the underlying blockchain infrastructure is no longer a limitation. And then the Antar Framework builds on top of that by giving you a smart contract layer that you know you have full options, right? You can custom code anything that you want custom business logic, anything that can be written in C++ can be inserted into a module. And in addition to that, we have the library, right? So the Komodo team itself is building all the core services that we feel that developers would need on their projects. So uh, for example, some of the modules that we have today um, are decentralized oracles. We have gateways, we have tokenization, payment channels, right? We have our own lightning network implementation. Um, gateways, reward systems, um, stablecoin support, faucet. That's the goal is that we, we try to understand and work with partners. And that's the next step of uh, Komodo's evolution is actually building out a partner network, right? We're not going to build all these projects ourselves. Trying to build that channel network, right? Of other qualified developers who want to build blockchain solutions, we're open to that. We're not going to control who can build on Komodo, who cannot, right? The technology is out there for people to use. That sounds amazing. I've always wanted to make my own pizza coin that was a mineable currency that actually got paid out in pizza gift cards. So I was thinking of maybe striking a deal with Domino's or something like that. And Komodo sounds like the perfect platform where I, who is not a developer, This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Because I'm terrible at it. Maybe I have a chance to actually make that dream a reality. You could do that today. Right? So we could, we could spin up a chain in under a minute for you. Okay, we're going to talk more about that after the podcast for sure. Okay. Okay, hold on. Before we continue with the show, as we mentioned at the very beginning, go download the BRD Wallet app. It's the greatest thing for someone who's new to crypto. You can control your own keys. You can even exchange Bitcoin to other cryptos inside of it. Take a second, go do it. And as we mentioned, you can win one whole freaking Bitcoin. That's life-changing. That's more important than anything you're doing right now. In fact, we're going to wait. So, Pete, what would you do if you actually won this giveaway? Oh, man, so many different things, but I could do pretty much all of them right from the BRD app, whether it's hold it the BTC long term or trade it for some other tokens. Maybe I'll even get uh, some BRD tokens, too. Who knows? Hmm, nice. I'm trying to think of what I would do if I won. Um, probably not trade it for a bunch of tokens. Well, it's actually wedding season, so I'm going to a bunch of weddings coming up. So maybe I give a little bit of Bitcoin as a wedding gift. That would be a good idea. Or... Hmm. Maybe set up some type of like college trust fund for my future kid, uh, even though I'm still not pregnant. <laughs> Anyhow, go ahead, download the BRD app and you will be entered to win one Bitcoin. All right, back to the show. I notice uh, when, when I go to your site, I mean, I, I love it because it's so, so deeply technical and you could tell that Komodo's roots are very, you know, cypherpunk and there's no, there's no, you know, flashes and frills and hype. Right. It's just straight to the tech. So, you know, I, for one, really admire that, but you guys have got a lot of, um, a lot of things on there that, for instance, the Antar framework and the Antar composer and, and smart chains and right. atomic decks. And there's these things that in layman's terms, you know, we're going to need to, to get broken down. So, I mean, let's just, let's just start with, uh, like smart chains, right? Sure, why sure. did, uh, why did you guys need to develop these? And, and is there anything uh, similar or comparable? Like for instance, is, you know, is it similar to an Ethereum side chain or a payment channel or what, what really is a smart chain? Very good question. Um, so one of the reasons why we felt like we needed to release smart chains was that there wasn't a current offering in the market. And, and the common misconception is that these smart chains are actually side chains, which they are not. So side chains have a dependency on the parent chain. For any Komodo-based smart chain, they are running completely independent from the main chain. So if any traffic scalability issues hit the Komodo main chain, or even if the Komodo main chain were to go down, all the Antara smart chains within our ecosystem are still fully functional. They're not impacted, right? And it's this level of independence that we are really trying to promote through this rebrand and through the introduction of both um, Antara smart chains in the framework. So it's it's not like a, an ERC-20 token on top of Ethereum, not even close. Not even close. Yeah, so if Ethereum goes down, all the ERC-20 tokens are down. But if something happens to Komodo, the smart chains are still fully functional. Right, right. And I think you know what what's important is to understand the origin story of Komodo. Yeah, we would love to hear it. Basically, our founder, um, James Lee, um, also known as JL777, uh, was an NXT third-party developer. So at that time, NXT was the only platform, right? This was previous to Ethereum being released. Um, and at that time, James was able to create a couple of um, third-party projects within the NXT platform that did very well. 
And through that success, instead of you know getting some partnerships or getting cooperation from the NXT devs, what happened with the NXT devs raised his transaction fees by 10x, right? Um, so they try to cash in on his success. And this was a pattern that kept repeating, right? He had continuous issues with the lead devs as the lead devs would do code changes that would break his projects, right? And it was, I think, in 2017 or 2016 that he had pretty much got fed up, right? And he posted this uh, Declaration of Independence on Bitcoin Talk, um, basically stating that he's going to create his own platform where everybody will get their own blockchain. They will still benefit from all of the, you know, um, you know, expectations of what a platform should provide, but at the same time, Komodo would never be able to control them. And so this is his original statement before a white paper was published, anything was done. It, this, this platform was actually built from um, a necessity, from a need versus an opportunity. Fascinating. Yeah, I never knew that. But um, actually, I'm super interested in atomic swaps. Um, and Komodo has historically led the way in you know developing this kind of technology is that correct yeah so james himself personally has been working on atomic swaps since 2014. the interesting fact is that he actually worked directly with tier nolan who kind of considered the the pioneer of atomic swaps to kind of build the first reference um, architecture for version one of our um atomic decks. Nice. Can you get into the atomic decks and at a high level, you know, what is an atomic swap for those of our listeners that, you know, have never heard the term? So maybe we could break down uh, that term as well as, you know, what is different between Komodo's atomic decks and maybe any other ones? Sure. So atomic swaps are basically a peer-to-peer exchange of cryptocurrency uh, from one blockchain to another with no third-party intermediary, right? Um, and it, it's important to also note that not all DEXs are created equal, right? Binance has a DEX, Waves has had a DEX for quite some time, but a lot of DEX are actually hybrid implementations, right? It could be the, the nodes themselves are decentralized or the order books are decentralized, but it's not a fully decentralized system. I think um, Binance admitted to that. And so for us, uh, the vision for us is we we started the development um, 2014, and in 2017 we released um, Barterdex, which was the first generation of our Atomic Swap um, reference product. Um, at that time, we were the leaders in Atomic Swaps. Um, we were at that time we were only able to support Bitcoin-based protocols. Um, since then, we've added um, Ethereum support and ERC20 support. Um, along with uh, support for any any cryptocurrency that supports um, hash time locks. After 2017, we ran into some issues. Basically, the problem with atomic swaps is that either the trade happens or it doesn't. The network stability was a foundational piece to making sure that these swaps are successful. So what we were seeing in version one of our barter decks was that, you know, if you didn't have a stable network connection, these swaps are failing. And so we went back to the drawing board. All of last year, we worked on an entirely new backend. So we're, we're actually using BitTorrent technology to facilitate the communication channels. Um, we also coded this entirely on Rust and Flutter. Um, so we, we ditched um, JavaScript and Node.js. The idea for Atomic Dex 
wallet was to combine a multi-coin wallet with an integrated peer-to-peer atomic swap based DEX. So where do people find this atomic DEX? Is it a website or is it just a mobile app? It's a mobile app right now. We, we um, in the first implementation, we are going with a mobile first strategy. Um, we will be releasing a desktop version at a later date. Um, currently it's in, it's in beta. So we are looking for, you know, beta participants and they can go to atomicdex.io to sign up. Um, but this beta will be ongoing until we reach production readiness. We're targeting towards the end of this year. Pretty cool. Uh, as an underlying platform, who's your ideal customer and you know what kind of products have been built on Komodo so far? So I'd say our you know target market is anyone. The whole idea of Komodo was to build an infrastructure and architecture that can support any use case. Today, you have the ability to launch an Tara smart chain. Right. It has no dependencies on Komodo. However, the Komodo platform itself does give the smart chain these decoupled platform services. For instance, security. Security is something that everybody shares on Ethereum, right? You get a shared hash rate and you're sharing that security. With Komodo, we had to decouple that. So one of the first things that we created was delay proof of work. And essentially what that is, is that every Antara smart chain in our ecosystem will push a hash backup to Komodo every 10 minutes. The Komodo chain then aggregates those backups and sends them down to Bitcoin, right? Once Bitcoin confirms, these Antara smart chains now are protected by Bitcoin's hash rate. Meaning, if you wanted to do a 51% attack on an Antara smart chain, you would require 51% hash rate of the Antara smart chain, Komodo, and Bitcoin and successfully attack all three at the same time and remove all surviving copies of those backups. That's crazy. I can't believe that someone even thought of that idea, let alone implemented it. Right. And we've actually seen a lot of copycats, right? Um, I think uh, VeriSign, uh, the, the Bitrix IEO. Oh, VeriBlock. Yeah, they're calling it merged mining. They're trying to do something similar. There's a couple of other projects that have kind of you know followed suit, but um, that's something that it, it isn't you know, groundbreaking, but it's a very practical approach, right? If Bitcoin is the strongest and most secure network, why not leverage it, right? And so that's yeah. that's how we started off, right? So security was already handled with delayed proof of work. Then became the next step was to solve the issue of scalability. So in terms of scalability, we decided that we needed to create a multi-chain architecture. If you think about the security as kind of like a downward process, if you think of like three layers, right? With an Antara smart chain on top, Komodo in the middle, and Bitcoin on the bottom, the security process is going downwards, right? From the smart chain backs up to Komodo, which backs up to Bitcoin. Once Bitcoin confirms that, the Komodo chain then sends every chain in our ecosystem this aggregated, basically it's the, the transaction histories of every other chain in our ecosystem, right? So what that does is it allows for the, the entire platform ecosystem to sync, right? So we call that platform synchronization. So you can almost think of it as like a two-step process, right? You're securing on the way down and then syncing on the way back up. And what that allows us to do is provide an interoperability layer. So cross-chain verifications, cross-chain smart contracts supported within our ecosystem. Um, but that also allows us to do um, clustering. Let's say, for example, you have your own independent chain. If you have your own independent chain, scalability is less of an issue because you're not sharing it with thousands of other tokens or 
dApps, right? But in the case that you do need to scale, Komodo can add another chain, spin up another chain, cluster those two chains together, and now those two blockchains act as a single logical blockchain. If you need to triple your scalability, we add a third chain, right? And we can keep doing that. And so we, we've tested that to support up to uh, 45,000 transactions per second, but um, that's just an internal testing, right? We, we're confident that it's a limitless, it's, it's only dependent on the hardware at that point. But so just to wrap it up so we can get to the real work of making my pizza token, <laughs> if this was the first podcast someone getting into the crypto space heard, what would you want them to know? I think the most important part um, or the most important thing at this stage of our industry is education. Right. Um, and not so much the education of what to invest in or what's uh, what prices are going to go up, but more the technology. Right. And um, how that technology can benefit society, because I, I believe that that's why most of us, you know, were sold on on blockchain. Right. We heard all of these stories on all the great things that will do for society. And then came profit and greed and and so I think we're recovering from that kind of stage of the the maturity of the industry. And now people are really diving into what is the technology, how is it going to be applied, you know, how is it and how can more people adopt the technology itself? I love it. And you guys are doing a great job at it. And, you know, Steve, again, thank you so much for your time and for coming on the show and talking uh, all about Komodo. I feel like we did an extremely deep dive, probably more comprehensive uh, than any other podcast because that was extremely oh, informative. Really? Okay. <laughs> right, I had a great time. I appreciate um, you guys having me. Absolutely. All right, everybody, if you guys want to stay in touch with Komodo, if you guys want to uh, follow them on Twitter, it's at Komodo Platform. And just one last reminder to join us on Twitter at Crypto101Pod and join the crusading community on Facebook. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We'll catch you next week. Bye. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.